Nurse Deck, we give nurses a place to belong. Whether that's a platform to be heard or the breathing room to be accepted right where we are today. Nurse Deck is proud to be built by our collective nurse voice. The Nurse Voice interview series showcases the true diversity in nursing experience through individual storytelling. We hear from professionals from all walks of nursing life, in academia, at the bedside, in the C-suites of administration, and at the forefront of nurse-led innovation. Nurses are strong, but we need each other more than ever. Our stories connect and unite us, and we're thrilled to bring you a new one each week. I'm Brianna Kinney Orr, and this is The Nurse Voice. Hey, everybody, Brianna here with another installment of our Insider Perspective series. Today, we are joined by Jacqueline Clancy who is a legal nurse consultant, super excited to get into all what that entails. Um, and she also has an extensive background in operations and logistics with healthcare delivery. Um, welcome, Jacqueline. Thank you for being here with us. Thanks so much for having me. So tell us where you got your start. Um, I know you've your current role is at a, as a legal nurse consultant, but I love hearing about how nurses' careers, the trajectories that they take, and yours has a really extensive one. Yeah, so um, I started a long time ago, right at in high school, actually, um, oh, wow. took an LPN course. Ah. So I started at 17, turned 18 and finished wow. the course right at the gate. Um, I really loved helping people and uh, being able to give back to the community. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started my nursing career. I was in a subacute rehab and nursing home pursuing my RN, went into acute care. And as I was looking around in acute care and ending up managing a telemetry unit, I started learning that some people need more help than the patients, mm -hmm. the nurses and the doctors. Yeah. I also asked a question that will I'll hear echoing for the rest of my life was, how come every time my patient codes, there's never an ICU bed available for that? Yeah, right. so being inquisitive kind of landed me into that logistical role. Mm -hmm patient throughput and capacity management and helping all uh, milestones throughout a patient's journey in an acute care system um, mm -hmm. be logistically smooth and prevent that delay of care. Yeah. Interesting. Were you, I'm curious to know, like, in, I mean, since you started so young um, in high school, were you already kind of like a very organized logistical systems thinker? Did you even know that about yourself or that something that you uncovered during your, your early nursing years? Oh, no, it's an inherent, very strong <laughs> me. When I was like two or three years old, I was organizing my stuffed animals. So. Oh, my God. That is so cute. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And now, wow, that's amazing. Um, tell us about your current role. Um, what is it like to be a legal nurse consultant, your day-to-day, -day, um, your typical client, that sort of thing? So um, it's great for me right now. I work for myself. Um, so, and I also teach students or nurses who are looking to be legal nurse consultants through a wonderful uh, company called Selma Consulting. So okay. it kind of is split. So with my own business and my own clients, um, I have a business plan, of course, and I am very granular with how I'm blocking out my time. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things devoted to 
you know, marketing, but I right. don't market myself. I educate myself. I educate my um, attorney clients or prospects. Mm -hmm. I look at them like their patients or patients' families because yeah. they really don't have the medical expertise to be able to navigate right. at the level that we can do for them. Yeah. So um, typical day, I wake up, I'm living my perfect day, I go work out, I come home, take a shower, I do some follow-ups, I do some cases, I coach um, for the legal nurse consulting uh, business for the nurses on that mm -hmm. side and help bring other nurses to their success, which I really enjoy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we have some group calls and then I'm able to take my active cases that I'm going through and share yeah. those experiences and those wins. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't, one of the exciting things I was able to bring up to service lines in uh, the largest health system in New York. Wow. I had <laughs> more kudos for my first attorney clients than I did in that health system for a decade. Isn't that interesting? Oh my, I mean, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, definitely tracks. Sure. Um, um, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, for like to me, legalese and medical jargon are two different languages. So really, you have to be fluent in both and have the ability to translate it into layperson speech too. Um, that's which is all you know, systems and organizational thought as well. Um, but that part really fascinates me is being able to translate the various. Uh, information tracks that you're trying to to get to your clients and to their clients um, in order for them to, to pursue their cases. Um, that I was looking through your website and I was like, just the legal terms, like my my eyes are just, I'm like, I don't speak this language. It's, it's just amazing to me how much nurses can learn when they're motivated to um, carve out new niches for themselves. Um, so that part is is super fascinating to me. What what do you think are the qualities and the expertise? You mentioned the the operations that you did for that hospital system um, that qualify you as an expert in your field that help set you apart. So I think um, any nurse with experience under their belt can certainly pursue the world of legal nurse consulting. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what should be done what should have, would have, and could have been done. And yeah. you also know when you're going through records, what's missing. Mm -hmm. So, um, for instance, when I'm going through many medical records, there's consults not there, there's patient accountability forms not there. You don't see turning and positioning sheets or accountability. Their mm -hmm. care plans aren't there. Maybe things were care planned for once, but when that didn't work out, there never was a revision. Right. These are all parts of our brains as nurses across mm -hmm. the board that is our critical thinking. And it's just like when you're getting report from another nurse yes. and you're thinking, what about this? What about that? What about right. comes naturally in? And um, once you start getting in on cases, you really see the lawyers are there for the legal side. And, mm -hmm. you know, yes, you need to know a few of their uh, catch red flag words like depositions, interrogatories, words, right. statutes of limitation, etc. But beyond a very superficial layer of that, it's really just you and your expertise. Yeah. In legal nursing, there's a behind the scenes piece, which is legal nurse consulting, where you're not disclosable to anyone. It's just between you and your attorney client. Mm -hmm. The other half of that is expert witnessing mm. and that's when you need to be a particular expert in your certain realm right so 
me, I'm an expert witness in my last role, which is interfacility transfers. Mm-hmm. I was the director over 23 hospitals integrating wow. not only the interfacility transfer, the specialties, the surgeons, the physicians, but also the transport, including ambulance and helicopter. Yeah. Wow. Holy moly. <laughs> That's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is, but I loved it. And yeah. it's so niche that when attorneys come across me, they, they want to get me right yeah. away because they know they're going to be hard-pressed to find someone that has expertise and can speak to it articulately. Yeah, and that is where the ball gets dropped a lot in care, is those transfers of care, like even within the hospital, like you mentioned. Um, I mean, we've all followed nurses with the charting, and you're just like, I'm not, how did you get from A to B? Like, there is a ton of gray area here, and yeah, the, the holes in the charting, I can, I mean, that was drilled into me in nursing school. Um, and of course, like in practice as well. But yeah, if you've ever followed nurses that have holes in their charting, you you just you worry for them now in the climate that they're in with like Redonda Vod and, and um, criminalization of, of nurses practice is, is definitely like a real um, concern, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, my favorite realm of legal nurse consulting is plaintiff med mal, but my overwhelming passion when I approach these cases is to bring the question initially, is this a person issue or is this a process issue? Right, right. And what I do for my attorney clients is I nail it down nine times out of 10, it's a process issue. Right, right. Yeah. Poor nurse Jane or Dr. Yeah. are not accountable alone. Right. And coming from a director position at my level and writing policy and procedure, I know exactly where those failures are. So I take particular satisfaction in not letting that crap slide downhill, so to speak, without yeah. proper, um, you know, uh, responsible parties accountable. Hmm. And then, of course, the attorneys love that because when you can get that high level accountability, it's going to be a higher and faster right. settlement. Yeah, that's true. To keep it out of the court as much as possible is probably what they aim for, I would imagine. Right. And not to mention you're sticking up for your fellow healthcare workers. Right. In impossible situations and predicaments by not their own choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think system failures are such a huge problem with healthcare right now. And with the spotlight being on nursing so much the past few years, like I feel like we have such a platform to really speak to this. Um, And I think nurses are recognizing or, or realizing their collective power that they have in, in speaking up and um, about the, the problems and the holes they're seeing in the systems. I'm just curious off the cuff, because I mentioned Redonda Vaught, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> do you feel like it was, do you feel like she was given a fair shake um, with the system or do you feel like Vanderbilt like got off easy with this whole situation? Your community of real nurses is waiting for you. Join Nurse Social from Nurse Deck today to connect and network with nurses from all over. Ask questions and share advice. Only verified nurses and nursing students have access to member areas. So new nurses, veterans, mentors, and leaders are here to connect and support one another. Get rewards for participating in your community. Score social points as you engage with fellow nurses and redeem your credit to support a growing list of products and services created by other nurses. Follow topics that interest and affect you as a nurse. Your peers are creating topics and stocking them with an unlimited supply of advice and resources. 
and you can follow along to help build a better world for nurses everywhere. Head to social.nursestack.com to join in today. We'll see you there. Vanderbilt didn't get off easy. They got off completely. Right. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I, I wish I had a piece of that case. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think the outcome would have been different. Yeah. I know. I felt like she just was put under the biggest, baddest bus and just sent a shiver down every nurse's spine that is practicing right now. Um, Which to me just feels like it's going to be more secrecy. Like if you feel like you've made an error, you're, you're now motivated to cover it up rather than to report it, which is, I mean, going to affect patient care. Like, Ooh, um, anyway, dialing back in, <laughs> what are the major challenges that you face, um, in your role? How do you, how do you manage through them? How do you deal with those? I think, um, the biggest issue is having an entrepreneurial mindset mm. and being able to stay positive. That's one yeah, And then I say the other 50% of it would be able to get yourself out there. Um, when I started this business, um, I looked into going into legal nurse consulting several times, but I kept getting promoted. So I was right. like, okay, let me do this and let things settle out. And then finally, someone actually reached out to me on LinkedIn to be an expert witness in interfacility transfer, which I took. Ah. <laughs> oh my God. I love been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. Aside from that, um, I had no wins. I had no attorney friends, no attorneys that I knew personally. I just reached out dry and built myself one mm-hmm. brick at a time. Yeah. So just being able to have confidence in your own expertise and what you yeah. can bring to the table is the biggest hump for a lot of people initially. And, you know, I'm a very confident person mm-hmm. with a master's degree. I'm a certified legal nurse consultant. I've done with high level operations yeah. and even cocky me. Yeah. <laughs> making those calls, that little negative self-talk in the back yeah. creeps up and it's like, are you really good enough? And you yeah. have to be able to know within yourself. Yeah, I am good enough. And by the way, you're not invited in my head anymore. So yeah, you. right. <laughs> That's enough out of you. <laughs> right. But yeah. I think, um, you know, nurses particularly suffer from some of that, which can, you know, mm-hmm. be a barrier to them getting on their business because we have been forced in unbelievable circumstances, yeah. um, not allowing and uh, not being allowed to uphold any boundaries, even mm-hmm. whether it's personal Maslow hierarchy of needs with peeing, Mm-hmm. Eating, <laughs> taking a break, etc. So that transition is very um, funny when you're moving, and you have to be extremely mindful of that. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, in my first few weeks, when I was just you know educating and getting my network out there, I would sit there for like eight hours and not pee, and I had to have a conversation with myself and be like, "You, you can pee now. It's okay. Right. You're yeah." <laughs> You can act on those urges. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's such a good point. And I love how you bring up the entrepreneurial mindset because I think that is um, that that sense of like imposter syndrome that we've all experienced at some point in our lives, particularly as like new grad nurses. Like when you walk into that first patient's room and you're like, I'm going to be your nurse, I think, you know, and you feel like you're just in this acting out in this role. Um, but then it just becomes, you know, you it's a skill. You learn the skills and then you go on. 
Um, how do you grow and develop? Do you do a lot of, uh, you know, mindset work or um, in addition to like growing your business and marketing skills in, a, you know, in addition to your legal nurse consulting skills that you have to build upon too? Oh, absolutely. Um, once I took this venture into my own business, I took it as a complete reset for a second chance at life. And I didn't want to mess it up because now I have nobody but to blame but myself if right. I'm not living the best day every day. Yeah. Um, daily habits are huge. Um, mm -hmm. I start each day with gratitude and most days with some form of working out. Um, mm -hmm. I've integrated yoga a few times a week and I work on uh, doing affirmations and leading with positivity first, yeah. not only for myself, but for others as well. Yeah. Um, as far as education and keeping up on things, as your cases are rolling in and as I'm seeing scenarios pose, to themse pose themselves to me, mm -hmm. I'm looking them up and I'm researching and I'm networking with this huge network of other legal nurse consultants and all other sorts of specialties. Mm. And, uh, you know, the, the grant for that, I have to just say, um, that, you know, when I initially started and was like leaning on some people for help, I was yeah. having PTSD when I was a nurse 20 years ago and it was like a gang initiation, right? Yeah. Right. They're young. Yeah. I can say with full affirmation, this is absolutely the other side of the nursing rainbow. Everyone yeah. across the board is completely supportive and yeah. would love to take the time and discuss not only their expertise, but their journey. And it's just, it's just magical. That is really nice to hear. I feel like the tide and just the conversations that I've had with nurses on this platform. Um, in fact, I think it was the very last interview I did before this one. We had someone on who was an expert in um, workplace bullying and she was, you know, walking through different scenarios and just the statistics behind it. And, and the tide does seem to be, to be changing. So that encourages me that this new generation of nurses coming up are just no longer willing to deal with, you know, they seem to know their worth um, and aren't, aren't, you know, going to put up with stuff that we maybe put up with, like you said, 20 years ago, um, which is the same for me. Yeah. But that's so <laughs> nice to hear that. And then you yourself being a mentor too. Um, I, I love hearing about that. Um, can you walk us through some of the more specifics? Like I'm, you know, we're all trying our true crime <laughs> podcast junkies that a lot of people I know are in the nursing field, um, you know, obviously without breaking anything, but what, what are the common allegations that come up um, in nursing practice that could maybe help nurses avoid these things arriving on their own doorstep in terms of malpractice or negligence claims? Well, you know, it's, it's really hard to see. I've been in business a little over a year now and I haven't seen yet one case come across my firm that was a hundred percent someone that was like grossly negligent and did yeah. something absolutely wrong. I have not experienced that yet. What I see is deviations in obtaining standards. And as I'm asking for production, meaning as I'm asking for additional documentation to support what story I'm looking to tell, mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. looking for policy. Yeah. But more importantly, competency. You may have a policy, but did you train the staff? Right. What, the staffing, are they yeah. working in their normal specialty area or were they forced out in an unfamiliar condition? So right. as we're going through all of these things, it's not negligence per se, 
as these advances and we're getting into, you know, depositions and interrogatories, which I also assist attorneys writing pointed clinical and operational interrogatories. Mm -hmm. We start uncovering, you know, nurses aren't covering up for their employer. Doctors aren't covering up for their employer because you know what? They're nowhere to be found when they're the ones in the seat. Yep. Hey, we've been short-staffed for multiple years. Right. We've made complaints. I have documents of my formal right. Yeah, And, you know, I, these were impossible circumstances. Yeah. So when you start getting down that road, which is something, again, I pride myself in showcasing to my attorneys and, you know, mm-hmm. sticking up for the field overall and in general, mm-hmm. the things that come up. So if you're in any sort of environment that affords you the opportunity to protest assignment, or right when there's some sort of unsafe condition, right. I take advantage of that every time. And even if you take a picture of it with your phone for your own records, yeah, that. And if you're somewhere that doesn't offer that, band together. There's strength in numbers. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Quality. Make make a stance and have a say and yeah. uphold a boundary for yeah. your nurses out there because you can do it. And the new nurses coming in are doing yeah. it. Yeah for us. So seize yep. that opportunity. Yeah, that's what I love seeing. I mean, there's so many nurse influencers now on social media, but there's such good information. If you find <laughs> influencers that have reputable information and definitely do your homework on that. But there really is such great, like I, we follow one nurse. I think she goes by Christy PRN um, and she's an LPN, I believe, but she's taken up as her cause um, of hospital, like the transparency of billing. And it's just, it's incredible to see this campaign that's just snowballed and she has nurses involved and how to help their patients. And um, it just, it's been like so cool just to watch that whole thing unfold. Um, So I think you made such a good point that you don't have to, like, even just like you said, taking a photo with your own cell phone for your own records. Because I think a lot of nurses are like, well, where am I documenting this? But you're documenting it for yourself. You're not documenting it like in a patient's chart necessarily, right? Right. Right. Oh, no. I, you know, I can't advise on that. I know right. the institutions I worked at, there would be ramifications for documenting on that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't advise on the legalities of that, although I'd love to say, yeah, write it, write it all in there. But right. <laughs> This right here. Yeah. And, you know, in medical record review, you see funny things. And sometimes you see people that have had enough and they'll just write that in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of read between the lines subtext in narrative charting sometimes where you're like, ooh, I wouldn't have written that. But I mean, I don't blame you because I couldn't, I've been in those shoes before and whew, yeah. Um. More into vlogs than pods? You can also watch these interviews. Check out Nurse Stack on YouTube for video features of these amazing nurses and more content by and for nurses. Just search Nurse Stack on YouTube to find us and get watching. Which speaking of short staffing and nurse burnout and all the things that lead to nurses taking shortcuts or system failures happening, um, you know, it's such a widespread phenomenon. COVID certainly fueled those those, uh, flames. But how do you feel like the COVID situation or the, the latest wave of nurse burnout, the great resignation, whatever you want to call it, um, has led to more malpractice, um, 
and what what would your advice be to nurses to avoid these things? Um, I mean, we kind of touched on this a minute ago, but is there anything specific that you think COVID added to this where nurses were just in new ter- new territory every day? You know, like there were so many rules and policies that were like, well, we don't normally do it that like with PPE or for instance, you know, that type of thing. Well, you know, it certainly was an untraveled road, impossible to navigate. And um, I think that with the in the fluctuations and the guidelines that were given and the instructions that the healthcare staff had to uphold to, I think we've lost a lot of faith in certain entities that were upheld mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah. I can speak for myself, the WHO and CDC have definitely dropped multiple notches, in my opinion, at this point, due to their inconsistencies, yeah. and lack of transparency. So yeah. it makes it extremely tough to navigate, you know, mm-hmm. even when you bring in vaccine mandations at this point, and now we're seeing all the counter side effects, and we're only a few years in at this point, what's to come in the future? Yeah. Again, putting people that are supposed to be advocating with their own degrees and critical thinking skills, but you're mm-hmm. forcing them to march a certain way. Yeah. So how do you navigate? Uh, sounds like a call for a rebellion and a banding together. <laughs> and it certainly has to be on a large level yeah. and political for yeah. me is the only wing that's going to be out of that. Right. We'll be able to tackle that alone. Yeah, no, that's very true. And I think you bring up a good point with that, too, in terms of the WHO and the CDC, um, with like just the amount of political pressure that they were both under. I mean, not so much the WHO, but with the CDC, I feel like the messaging changed depending on who was in charge or who they were reporting to or the data that they were managing. Um but anyway, that's a whole other topic. But it's it's certainly interesting to think about it through like a legal lens because um, I'm sure a lot of nurses just going into work were like, I don't know what's going to happen today. Like, hope I don't get sued at the end of this when all the dust settles, you know. Um, it's a, definitely a big concern. Um, we're going to switch gears <laughs> entirely. And I love that you keep bringing up like nurses banding together and the strength in numbers and, and realizing the collective power that, that we do have. Um, if you could talk a little bit about community, how has community helped you um, in shaping the nurse that you are um, and what you think nurses can benefit from having a strong community behind them? Yeah, um, so community, uh, whether you have someone that's making a large positive impact where being a really good coach and mentor and supportive of you, or maybe you have someone that really uh, was not supportive and did things that maybe you wouldn't want to repeat. There's still a positivity and a lesson to be learned from that because you're drawing upon those experiences Mm -hmm. that helps you to become a better nurse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nurses are caretakers by proxy, but also by proxy, they take care of themselves the least. Everyone Mm -hmm. else comes first. So I really think seeing all these nursing communities and what you're doing here with Nurse Deck is really helping to draw that and bring that together collectively. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, I may not be able to advocate for myself, but I'm the best damn advocate for anybody else I'm trying to protect. So true. <laughs> Nurses start at least setting their boundaries and self care by watching yeah. out for one another. Yeah. I hope that one day people that are still in the acute healthcare side of things will be able to do that for themselves. Yeah. I think um, building the community surrounding that mm-hmm. is going to help the nurses and their careers in the best, most positive pathway forward. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's so helpful and encouraging to see people modeling behavior that you're 
you're like, I, I have this situation going on. And then you reach out to your community, you find 10 other people that have gone through it or are going through it. And like, A, you automatically don't feel alone anymore, which is a pivotal, pivotal moment for yourself. And then you can learn from, from the path that they've already walked, um, which I love social media for that and virtual communities like the one we have. So exactly. Um, and and again like the mentoring that that you provide i think is amazing like i love hearing about that we talk so much about mentorship on our platform but i think a lot of the nurses get stuck with like how how do i find a mentor how do i ask like literally give me a script because it's intimidating when you find someone that you're like damn like i want to be have their career like how did they get there and most people are so willing to talk about a themselves and be, you know, helping out another nurse in that framework. Um, so I love that you're doing that like deliberately. Um, I think that's so important for our, for our community. Um, anything that you want to leave our audience with any messages or yeah. a topic that we maybe didn't cover? Um, I, I love talking about this. The, the legal side of nursing is so interesting to me. Oh, man, I could talk on for this for like a, an eight hour shift. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it so much. I would say that the amount of expertise, knowledge, critical thinking, meticul meticulousness, and care that you have is not set within a boundary mm -hmm. of a wage cage or someone that you're working for. You are actually many CEOs of your patients already. You yeah. just don't see it. Yeah. And there's a reason that people don't want you to see your own power. Yeah. So if you've ever thought about tapping that more, at least be open to looking around and seeing what other options are out there, because you may just find what you love, your purpose in life and be able to make a huge impact and mm -hmm. empowering not only other nurses, but in my case, the legal system. Yeah. Whew, that's good. That is awesome. We're going to leave it there. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking with us and sort of drawing back the curtain on, on a profession that I know a lot of nurses are really curious about. Um, we're going to include ways for nurses to get in touch with you um, and to follow along and, and find out more information. Um, if they're interested in this, in this line of work. So thank you very much for giving us your time today. Thank you for having me and allowing me to share my wonderful journey. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, we are, that's a wrap. Um, perfect. Yeah, you did great. That was awesome. No, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> great. Like length to all the answers. And um, I think we covered it all and yeah, really good. <laughs> well, you're great to talk to very oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I have the best job in the world because I get to hear about all these like cool things. Um, yeah, I'm so and, excited for this opportunity because I really, I really am. I just want to be able to have some like a normal, authentic, enthusiastic person to be able to say, hey, it's not that hard. There are yeah. other options because I know like, especially as I climbed the ladder, I felt like mm -hmm. I was stuck. I yeah. felt like I'd never be able to make the money I was making. Yeah and like navigate all of these things. But yeah. 
you you can it's like when i got divorced the, when i was married and i got divorced all of the man things they used to do i was so yeah. intimidated but then when right. i actually did i was like this was easy it's like the best right that they're hard and it's yeah like creating your own business it's, like, it's it's so true like it the, doing new things is intimidating like it was hard when you were a little kid it doesn't get easier when you're an adult but you just have to like take that first step and i think our platform links nurses to see how other people have walked and like hopped from stone to stone to stone. Cause sometimes you just see like, Oh my God, I want to be a CNO, but like, could I ever do that? You know? And yeah, you can. And here's how. Right. So, that's really um, great. I ha I know you're constantly looking for people. I work really closely with a physician who owns a expert witness location company. Ah, okay. So attorneys have cases and you know they need to bring that expert witness in right right basically she ha she gets the physicians and she's building oh, her nursing up connections up and in the interim i'm helping her get the nurses oh, but she cool. would she's a really good speaker and very sweet i think she yeah. would be a great option for you to bring on and she could talk about expert witnesses specifically for you yeah 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 because you said that was sort of your entry point um to get involved. So yeah, I will let Julia know. Um, and yeah, we are always looking for, for different voices to add in. So that sounds great. Thank you for your suggestion. Yeah, you're welcome. Awesome. All right. Well, I will let you go. Thank you so much. And uh, Julia will be in touch and we'll let you know parts of this, like little snippets will be sort of sprinkled out on social media and then there'll be the magazine feature. That's usually the last one to come because they have to do the transcript. Um, but little snippets of the conversation um, will come out before that. So we'll let you know for sure when all that happens. When the, Yeah, when that happens, you'll let me know. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yep. awesome. Because then I want to share with my network, which will share you guys yep. as well and get you more uh, cover as well. Awesome. Yeah, perfect. Great. Well, thank you. So nice to meet you. Thank you. So nice to meet you too. I love what you're doing. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> This has been a Nurse Deck production hosted by N.P. Jamie Smith and R.N. Brianna Kinney Orr. This episode was produced and edited by Juan Paolo Toison and Julia Taliesin. Join us on social.nursedeck.com to connect with podcast hosts and guests and experience a truly nurse-centered online community. Thank you for listening.